Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the People Around Town Community Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Michael Cropper, and I'm so excited to bring you this podcast. My purpose is to connect with people from all backgrounds. Everyone has a story to tell. Everyone has life worth living. Everyone can find more joy in their lives. Why not enjoy each other's stories and learn from each other? If you're interested in sharing about yourself, please go to peoplearoundtown.com. This first episode is with a man named Tanner. Here you go. Okay, we are here and I'm with Tanner. Tanner, can you tell us about where we're at? Where are we at right now? We're here on the Truckee River uh, on West 4th Street, off of West 4th Street at River School Farm. It's September, it's a bit of a cool breeze and we're sitting by the river next to Blue Jay. Yeah, Blue Jay's just pulled up. Yep. He wants to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful and uh, it's, it's a nice place. Um, so Tanner, tell me about yourself. This is the, so this is the community, People Around Town podcast, and, and we want to hear about you. Uh, what can you tell us about yourself? Where are you from? I was born in Reno, but I grew up in Incline Village, Nevada, so that's just uh, near Lake Tahoe. I'm 25 years old. I love this community. I love the people here. Awesome. Um, I love to ride my bike. I like to rock climb. Uh, and I like to show up places where there's other cool people. Yeah, what are, what are places you show up around here? Man, the Riverside Farmer's Market is the first place that comes to mind. That's on Thursdays uh, by the McKinley Art Center. Okay. the McKinley Art Center. And that's just such a hub. But the Great Basin Food Co-op, uh, the rock climbing gym, and, and wherever else, I don't know. Just, this whole city is really magical. Cool, cool. Um, so tell us about this place. I mean, you've been you've been here for the summer. Um, why are you here? Uh, I'm here at River School Farm to uh, mostly to uh, work. Uh, it's, it sounds like like a little a little odd because I'm I'm gaining so much benefit from being here with the plants and the, the river and the flowers and the, the all the wildlife um, but I'm here to work I do market garden um, for River School Farm and we sell the produce uh, we grow the produce on Patagonians land and we sell it directly back to their organic cafe so I work full-time doing that um, and it's only about two blocks from here the warehouse um, of Patagonia is about two blocks from where we're sitting right now and I'm here because this is the most special place to me in Reno. As far as I've, as I've known, I've, I used to sit by this, this area on the river um, within the last few years. And I would just sit by the river and I would be late for where I was supposed to show up because I would just get lost in the sound of the river and, and, and like um, just get lost in, in just kind of the magic of, of this area. Um, cool. So I'm here because I love this place, you know. Cool. And now that you live here, are you are you late as often? 
<laughs> never late anymore. You're never late anymore. No, no. Good, man. <laughs> Good. Yeah, punctuality. I, I really, really, really work on punctuality. I try not to be late places. Good. Good for you. Um, well, so the point of this podcast is just to get a profile for who you are, what you're about, um, your, uh, your style for living life. Uh, so, so first question, um, what brings you joy, Tanner? It's a great question. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. Uh, I wish people would ask each other that question more often every day from the day to day, but man, a lot of things bring me joy. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is just like my, my mom's dog. She's got a golden retriever and like, <laughs> there's yeah. something about hanging out with that dog that like just melts my heart and like I can't describe the love that I have for that dog um, but she's so special to me and I, I could never ask uh, her name's Twinkie I could never ask Twinkie to be any different than the way that she is so Twinkie brings yeah. me joy I can see that <laughs> I don't, that's awesome <laughs> I'm just thinking about just thinking about the dog you know she, so it's beautiful. I, I love I love that dog. She brings me so much joy, and uh, her 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 lightheartedness and just boundless love it never ever stops the loving. So yeah, that is really an inspiration, and it makes me feel really really good to be with the pup. What else? On. Yeah, there's lots yeah, of go on. Let's hear joy. about your joy, man. You got a lot of joy. <laughs> but being by the Truckee River. Being connected with the Truckee River and um, the sound of the river, the wildlife from the river, I'm kind of repetitive around that, but there's something really special about the Truckee River. And the Truckee River is connected to Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe flows like the two Pyramid Lake. And so this is just this direct connection to Lake Tahoe, which is one of the most beautiful places in the world. And, and then the Truckee River, I, I don't see any separation from that, um, yeah. from that beautiful lake and the blue waters of Lake Tahoe and just yeah. that, the mountains and the fresh air. It, it really connects me with, with that lake that um, I've heard the Lake Tahoe means lake of the sky. And hmm. So being with the Truckee River, um, jumping in the Truckee River every day. It, it's that's been the practice they say like your practice you should do like morning and night and a lot of things i i don't have the ability to do morning and night but the Truckee river every single day morning and night has been really really easy for me yeah and uh, it's brought me so much joy to jump in it and to feel the coolness and sometimes it's really hot sometimes it's really cold outside sometimes it's a a full moon sometimes the sun is rising and so the, the river, I don't know what it does, but I just laugh. You know, I just laugh and laugh and I laugh and I smile and I think I'm crazy because I'm all, I'm oftentimes just on my own jumping in the river. Yeah, that's awesome, man. The joy is, the joy is real. I, People say they hear bad things about Reno and I'm always like, we got the Truckee River. Truckee it's a river. great place. There are some sore spots in town, I think, but we got the Truckee River. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so I hear you. So... I'm not homeless, but there's a lot of homeless people that live on the Truckee River, uh -huh. and it's done something to me. I've lived here since May, now it's September, so 
um, it's done something to me throughout this time. Like hearing the sound of the river at night, it clears up my mind. It like just, it, it makes everything so simple. And there's a lot of homeless people living on the river and a lot of people who are really struggling living right next to the river too, over by the Aces Stadium. Yeah. And there's something there. Like there should be more of that space available for people because it's very, very, it's very healing. It's very important. Um, That's awesome. Have you ever heard that? Like if you have to have a difficult conversation, like with your partner, you should have it next to running water. No, I've never heard that. (laughs) That's what the... That sounds like really good advice. (laughs) It helps to like keep things like moving along, whatever. Interesting. Kind of like you're putting this energy out there about this hard stuff and the river's just going to keep on washing it away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People, the people in Reno bring me joy, man. Okay. So puppy to Twinkie, the river and the people, community. That's beautiful, man. I don't. And I don't see difference between all three of those. The city is is like a one big river too. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. Um, so my next question is kind of, what what brought you to where you're at in your life? I mean, you're at a place of peace, it sounds like. Um, what got you here? Has it, ha, have you always just been peaceful, grounded, Full of joy. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Tell me about that. Yeah, thinking back, it's like, oh, when I was in high school, I was really, really looking for myself, and I'm still looking for myself now. But that work pays off. And um, tell me about that. What was it like in high school? What was? It was a party. Uh-huh. It was. It was clouded with with smoke. I smoked a lot of weed, marijuana, and I smoked okay. cigarettes, and and I was drinking like a lot of alcohol with my friends, and I was having like a lot of fun doing that. Uh huh. Um, man, so. And that didn't really work for you. A, that worked for you at the time. Yeah, it really worked for me at the time. You know, it was like, it was a. Uh, it was just the funnest thing that I, I, I knew about at the time, and my friends really connected around it. And, uh-huh. um, and it, it was—it's been the beacon for me for a change. It's like I look at—I look at where I was at then, and I, I kind of see the qualities that I was looking for. I was looking for connection, and I was looking for like to feel good in myself, and um, uh, that—that's been like a good beacon, and it's also like the the polarity of that feeling really sh- can I say cuss words on your podcast Paul sure man <laughs> feeling really shitty the next day after partying with my friends in high school you know it was like it was always a good reminder that like that I'm, I was moving towards something that I believed in but I was missing the mark by hurting my body and, and by doing things that I wasn't proud of you know like crazy crazy shit that high schoolers do uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh but I think can I kind of can I kind of fast forward from Do high it. school just self because everybody has that stage and I'm glad I got it out I got I'm glad I kind of got to experience those that that side of life a lot um, uh, but this last year I've been uh, really really focusing on 
creating this vision. It's like, I know I want to be with the land. I know I want to work outside. I know I want to, uh, to continue to learn about farming. And I kept putting that out there over and over again uh, while making some kind of tough decisions so that I can like work a job that will pay for this trip that I'm planning to go to Europe. Um, so I planned this whole year to go to Europe. And then I did the, the numbers, did my finances, and I'm like, oh, wow, I need to make $20 an hour to make this possible, and I have to work full-time all year. And uh, that really cut out every possibility of a farming job. And so I'm here in Reno, and it's February, and, uh, and I know there's great opportunities doing construction to make easily make $20 an hour. So I'm like, okay, I'll do construction. So I did general contracting work uh, from February, March, and I did some snow removal in Tahoe too. Uh -huh. And into April, I was doing this just general contracting, you know, like crawling in basements and removing removing insulation and like doing demolition and stuff, just kind of the, the grunt work of, of contracting. And, um, and uh, but I was constantly still moving towards my goal like I was moving towards wanting to continue to do farming. And I was so sad that like I couldn't do farming uh, the way that I was imagining it because the year prior I made uh, like 8.50 an hour doing farm work and I loved it. It was, it was amazing, but it was like financially crippling and I had a yeah. lot of kind of fallback from that, a lot of debt to pay off after uh -huh. making the sacrifice to learn what I learned last year. Uh -huh. um, so I kept putting that vision out there. Like I was doing, it, I think the prayer was, was the action. And so I was still doing stuff that involved farming. Like I tried to grow stuff in my uncle's land uh -huh. and he was out in Washoe Valley and I kept driving out there and hanging out with my cousins and we cleared out the space and I set up irrigation and planted some stuff and squirrels ate everything. And I was seeding trays at my mom's house and like, just, I don't know, I didn't know why. I'm like, I just want to do this. This is what I believe in. And I had no clue, like, what I was going to do with all the the farming stuff. You know, I was like, if I grow vegetables, I guess I'll just give it away to my family or something. And, yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm always, like, kind of following the breadcrumbs. And I found myself volunteering for Earth Day. Uh, there's the Truckee Meadows Earth Day, and that was, like, April 30th of this, of this year, 2019. Cool. And uh, I go to drop a generator off here at River School just for volunteering. It's just like I have a car, like, thankfully I have, can drive a truck, and I drop this generator off uh, for rental. And then uh, I meet Tom Stilly, the owner of River School, and he's and, uh, uh, a really friendly guy. And he's like, you know, I'm looking for a farmer. Uh, and I'm like, I'm a farmer. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I need a farmer this season. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's great. I, uh, I made plans to travel. I need to make $20 an hour this year. Um, and like, but I was, my eyes were like lit up and I, and I, I felt something like, it seemed like he knew something about me. Cool. Um, but I, and I don't know how, even though I met him a few times and he didn't remember our interactions. Right. He, he negotiated a wage that like definitely met the mark for me. And I was like really, really amazed that like, cool. that I could be paid a wage and still kind of meet my goal. Um, Great man. So that was 
that was an amazing moment. I was actually like in tears because I was ready to start working construction and it was felt very like bleak. My whole summer felt bleak. It was like doing demolition, more demolition and building houses in Tahoe for rich people as opposed to like what I really, really want to do and what I believe in is like working with the land and being outside every day. Yeah. So I was in tears and I was sitting right by this river where we're at right now and I was just like, just crying in joy, you know, like tears of joy. And it was just like, how, how could I have received such blessings? I don't know, but besides that, taking the actions towards our dreams and like the prayers that we're putting out there are our actions and uh, it all made sense. And um, like everything, I guess, that I was doing into that point, all the experiences that I was cultivating uh, I think opened up the space for this opportunity. That's so cool, man. Now it's September. I'm just overwhelmed with gratitude. Yeah. Thinking about. You knew where you wanted to go. You had your trip, and and then this opened up. That's so cool. <laughs> Can you tell us about your trip? Tell us about what your plan is. What do you? Uh, what does your future, your near future, look like? Near future. So it's early September now, and at the end of this month, I'm going to fly to Dublin, Ireland. Uh, I'll spend some time in Ireland and then I'm going to go to Germany and begin a tour with uh, Amma. And have you ever heard of Amma? I've never heard of Amma. Okay, so Amma, she's known as the Hugging Saint. She periodically comes to the United States two times a year and she'll tour throughout the U.S. Um, she is, is just magical. She loves every single person that comes uh, into her world. She gives a hug. And sometimes that involves her hugging people for 48 hours straight. Uh, and that's mostly like in India or like really big, really big programs. Wow. So I'll tour through Europe with Amma and uh, just do selfless service, you know, just serve. You're going to give a lot of hugs too when you're touring with her? Do you give a lot of hugs? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I should. If I learn anything from Amma, it's that hugs are important. Uh, yeah. Hugs feel good and that the world needs more hugs. Uh, yeah, maybe after this conversation, I'll remember that, to give more hugs. You know, I'll remember, I'll remember you, Paul, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> awesome. And so how long is that going to last? Uh, that goes until late November. And um, a big goal is, like, to learn more about farming and to learn what I need to learn about farming and, mm-hmm. and trying to kind of get clear about what what I need to learn about farming, and that's just kind of... A holistic approach you know river school farm is very much so permaculture based we're focused on biodynamics as well um, have you heard of biodynamics before no i'm not familiar with biodynamics um, so it's like rudolf steiner's philosophy of agriculture that involves kind of uh just working with the the ebbs and flows of the sun and the moon and, and the astrology as well as the soil and uh it gets about as esoteric as, as anybody could ever imagine for just planting plants in the ground, you know, okay. um, as far as compost goes. But it's interesting and it's, and it's something that kind of, uh, uh, it's, I'd like to learn more about. Okay. It's, uh, Europe is a great place to learn about biodynamic farming. So gonna, gonna just see where the world takes me. You know? Yeah. So then after, you were saying after Europe, you might go to Kerala. Yes. India. 
there's a lot of biodynamic farming in Kerala. Yeah, you know it's called place. God's own country. God's own country. Everything yeah. grows there. <laughs> like everything grows Banana there tree. like weeds. Yeah, <laughs> a coconut tree will just like sprout up and grow. Oh, they got so it's many coconut tree. trees. Oh my gosh. But that'll be perfect for you, man. Good time. I'll miss Reno. I'm going to miss the ski season. That's okay. the hardest part. You're I a big love, skier? Yeah, I'm a huge skier. Yeah. Mount Rose is the best days of my whole life have been skiing in Mount Rose. Okay. Um, but just right now, I got to prioritize learning, you know, and I have to learn when I need to learn, you know, to, to, uh, to be really happy, you know, and to mm -hmm. be really uh, learning how to love myself. And um, I've, been, I've been learning that really well in Reno. Reno's been giving me all the tools that I need. Um, I'm just awesome. looking forward to traveling and, and continuing this journey. Good, man. That's so awesome. I'm glad. So, Tanner, I want to thank you for spending time on this podcast in this interview. Like, you're a beautiful man, a beautiful soul. Thank and you, Paul. And so, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for, thanks for talking and sharing. It's been a privilege. Yeah. I'm excited to follow you on your journey. It's right. so exciting. Yeah, I'm going to reactivate. I'm reactivating my Instagram. So oh, okay. I'm going to get a new phone, a Samsung Galaxy unlocked phone. Okay. Your tip and Do you want people to follow you on Instagram? Yeah, follow me on Instagram and I'll post about like farming and, and just things that I notice, like uh, whatever that is. You okay, know? <laughs> I, can add, I can add your Instagram, you know, when, oh, cool. whenever you reactivate, I'll, I'll add it to, to nice. where we post this podcast. Oh, great. Okay, Thanks. awesome. Thanks, Tanner. Thank you, Paul.